You're listening to a message brought to you by Christian Life Church Hereford. If you would like to find out more about us, go to www.clch.cc. Last week, I, I my title was Turn Your Heart to God. Turn your heart to God. I believe God is t- calling us as a people to turn our hearts to him to turn our hearts back to him. And the key verses that I read, a couple of key verses, Joel 2, verse 12 says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. This is the call of God. Return to me with all your heart. And also in Revelation 2, I read the letter to the church in Ephesus, uh, and particularly the line in that letter that says, Yet I hold this against you, you have forsaken your first love. Jesus was challenging the church, and he challenges some of us, that you've you forsaken your first love. You don't love me as you used to love. Return to that first love. God is calling us to turn our hearts back to him fully. I want to now read the next line in the letter that I didn't read. didn't read this last week, this letter, but the next line after I'd read Revelation 2 verse 7 says this, Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Put your hand up if you've got ears. Oh, yeah, I noticed a few people didn't put their hands up. So there's no point in me carrying on for you because you can't hear. But I'm sure we've all got ears. And... What is the Spirit saying to the churches? What is the Spirit saying to this church? Uh, interestingly, in, as we were in the prayer earlier in the meeting, uh, the, the verse came to me, restore to me the joy of your salvation, which Tony has read twice today without us discussing that. And I really felt God was saying he want us, wants to restore to us the joy of our salvation. Who can I ask? Who has felt recently that God is restoring to you the joy of your salvation? Yeah, quite a few around. Now, restoration could come in a one-off bang. Restoration, it's all there. But it can come, more often comes in a gradual rebuilding. And restoration means going back to what it was. So I want us to pray, because I believe this is something that God is speaking to the church, that he wants to restore the, the joy of our salvation. So um, let's, if you want, just reach your hands up to God as a, a sign that you're, you're, and I want to pray that God restores the joy of our salvation. You don't have to reach your hands, just reach to God. And Father, we, we thank you that, that salvation is a joyous thing. It's a joyful thing to, to come to know you, to be forgiven by you. And we know and we confess sometimes that for some reason we don't always know, we lose that joy or it fades. And so before you, this is a prayer in your words and we're praying to you, restore to us the joy of our salvation. Father, make it as it has been, Lord, that we are rejoicing in what you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Today I want to continue in the theme of returning our hearts to God, returning to God. 
And I want the title of today is Turn Your Ear to God. Turn Your Ear to God. I want to talk about hearing God. In any relationship, communication is vital. Speaking and hearing. It's difficult to relate um, if, you, if you don't communicate. Uh, talking to people that uh, uh, find sometimes uh, you find yourself in a, a culture or a place that you don't know the language and it's diff difficult to re relate. And uh, it's interesting in the Old Testament, it talks about uh, the true God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the true and only true God, and the difference between him and false gods or idols that they were called. And one of the differences they say is the idols cannot speak. They are dumb idols. But God is a speaking God and he wants to speak to us. So one of the first one I want to talk about is the word of God. The Bible, throughout the Bible, it many times talks about hearing the word of God. We've heard the word of God today already. God wants to restore the joy of our salvation. And throughout the Bible, uh, there's so many times we see the value that God places on his word. And the prophets, when they spoke to the people of Israel, said, Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. And in the New Testament, uh, Jesus quotes Deuteronomy 8 verse 3. Jesus quotes it, but it's written right, way back uh, in the early part of the Bible way before Jesus, it says this, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Man does not live on bread alone, but from every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Which shows that God speaks. God is speaking. And if we're not hearing the word of God, not getting the word of God, we're not really living as he wants us to live. We're just living a, a natural life, but God wants us to live a supernatural life. And part of that is hearing the word of God. So God does speak, but the question is, are we listening? Are we listening? Now, God can speak in any way like if I was to turn the volume of this microphone up to full volume and shout, you would, even if you're now asleep already, you would hear and wake up. But maybe God doesn't want to shout. Maybe he wants to have a conversation. Maybe he wants us to speak quietly and he wants us to turn our ear to God. Isaiah 55 verse 3 says this, Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live. This is God speaking to his people. Incline or turn your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live. God's word is life for our soul. Jesus himself said, the words I have spoken to you, they're full of the spirit and life. So I want to read a couple of things that Jesus said about the word. Well, just one actually. Matthew 7, because there are many things he said about the word. It's all, I think in, in the prayer today, somebody prayed that uh, our hearts will be good soil. Jesus told the story of the seed that goes into the soil. And he said the seed is the word of God. And when it goes into good soil, good heart, it produces a, a crop, produces fruit. But in Matthew 7, he says this. Jesus told this story. 
Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because he'd had a foundation on the rock. The word of God, if we hear it and do it, it's like builds a foundation in our lives that will survive the storm. We, I talked last week about our first love for God. Part of my first love, when I first became a Christian, I had a love for the Word of God, a love for the Bible. I just, so I read the Bible so much. Have you ever picked up a book and read and just read it from beginning to end? That you, you, I've done that times where you, you think, I just, just one more page, just one more chapter, and then I'll go to bed, and you just read the whole thing. Anybody have that? And for me, the Bible was like that at that time. Jesus also loved the Bible. He only had the Old Testament, but he loved it. He quoted it. In many of his teachings, he said, it is written. It amazes me that when, when Jesus was tempted in the desert by the devil, he quoted the Bible. He quoted the written word. This is God, who is also known as the word of God. He could have just said, devil, go. But he submitted himself to the written word of God. He loved the Word of God. The question is, do you love the Word of God? Because Jesus does. And what I found is, as I read the Word of God, I read the Bible, that God began to speak to me through His Word, that His Word spoke to me. His written Bible spoke to me. Because it's God-breathed. The Bible says, all Scripture is God-breathed. It's not just a good book. It's a book that God had wrote. And as I read it and loved it, I started to hear God speak through me, through it, through the Word. I remember the first, first time that I thought God, a, a verse sp- uh, jumped out to me, and I believe God spoke, was, was before I was a Christian. And uh, somebody said, read the Gospel of John. And, and there in the one of the, first few chapters, John the Baptist says this about Jesus. He must become greater, I must become lesser. And I thought, yeah, that's what being a Christian is about, that Jesus becomes greater and I become lesser. And I wasn't a Christian, but God spoke to me in that. And what I found after I was a Christian, I was reading it, I started to recognize the voice of God. And I want to talk about the voice of God. So there's the word of God, and there's the voice of God. So you understand the difference. You are now hearing my words, but you're also hearing my voice. So if you heard me speak before, you recognize that it's me speaking. So sometimes uh, you'll pick up the phone and you hear the voice and you recognize who it is. Not by their words, but by their voice. And we can recognize the voice of God. John 10, Jesus says this. He talks, he tells a story about a shepherd and the sheep. And he is the shepherd and we are the sheep. And he says this. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. 
When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger, in fact. They will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. If we are followers of Jesus, he promises that we will know his voice and recognize his voice, that we will hear God. Amen? And as my experience is that as we, as we read the Bible, we start to hear God's voice. It might be just a verse that suddenly God speaks to us. God speaks to us, oh, that, that verse is for me. God is saying something in this verse. And I also find that God speaks in other ways. My experience is, is, is this. The more I read the Bible, the more I hear God. And it's not just through what I'm reading. When I'm reading the Bible a lot, I find that God, God speaks uh, out of other scriptures that I'm not reading. Or he just a voice, he reminds me of a verse or just uh, uh, something he speaks into my mind. What I want to say is God wants to speak to us, but he wants us to lean in. Uh, I discovered recently that my hearing is not as good as it used to be. Um, actually, my wife discovered that earlier. And uh, she said, you need to get your ears tested. And I said, pardon? <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist that one. Uh, and so apparently the, uh, the higher frequency, well, my hearing is not as good as it used to be. Not as good as it should be. Uh, which means I have to lean in sometimes to hear. And uh, God is not, God doesn't have a problem with speaking. He could shout. But it's that desire. Do we really want to hear? We have to lean in. I think one of the greatest ways of leaning in to hear God is to keep reading the Bible. A while ago, Adriana was saying that. Um, she said, just feel a bit distant from God, not hearing God. So I'm going to read the Bible uh, more. I'm going to set a plan. Um, you find if you don't have a plan, then you don't read it, or you read it very infrequently. So she's planned to read her up through the whole Bible. And uh, she was doing it every day, diligently. And uh, it was good, enjoying it. But then after um, a week or so, she said, I, I feel... I feel God's spoken to me. I've heard God speak. And uh, so she shared with me. And interestingly, I, I don't think it was in the, the, the scripture that she was reading that time. It was something she heard and read uh, in a Bible study that she was doing. And uh, shared with me, yeah, I really think that's God speaking to you. And she shared that with somebody else and really, really spoke to them. And so uh, her experience was like mine. The more we read the Bible, the more God speaks. Uh, I want to read another story about Jesus in Luke 10. And I think this is a story of what God wants to speak to us about priorities. So it says in verse 38, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. 
She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work for myself, by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. But look, at, look back at what it was that Mary had chosen to do. He sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he had said. That's the priority. I have lots of questions. Who's going to do the stuff that needs to be done if Martha's not doing it? And did Jesus eat the food that was prepared? He said there's more important things. But he did say the most important thing is to sit and listen to Jesus. And sometimes there are other priorities coming. The things that have to be done. It doesn't say that Martha was doing things that didn't need to be done. He said she was doing the things that needed to be done. And it's not fair, is it, that Mary wasn't helping? Who thinks that's fair? Who thinks it's not fair? It's not fair, especially for those that you like to get things done. It's not fair, but Jesus says there's a priority to listen to the word of God. And I really feel God is calling us to lean in and listen to him. It's about his priorities. You know, I think when you, when you go back to something like that, to hearing God, to reading your Bible, but if you've not done for a while, you realise how much you missed it. But what I feel is that when we don't spend that time listening to God, God misses us. God wants to say to some of you, he's missed you. Will you come back? He's missed you. So I want to just, uh, in closing, just say a few things about hearing God. God speaks in many ways. It's not usually an audible voice. Sorry, if I, didn't, I should have said that at the beginning. When we say about hearing God, it's not usually the way you're hearing me, that you hear a voice in many ways. It can be inner voice, a thought in your mind. It could be an angel. I've never had that myself. It could be many ways that God speaks. Often it's through the Bible. I find it's through the Bible. God speaks for many reasons. Uh, to give information, direction, but mainly relationship. I think the most important thing about our speaking to one another as human beings is for relationship. Yeah? Now, the other day I was in a cafe, I was waiting for my car, having a coffee while my car was having some new tyres, and a, a group of people walked in, I knew some of them, and, and they sat down and had breakfast uh, at a different table, four of them, uh, but, and it just occurred to me that they probably didn't go there and think, okay, what's the agenda of our conversation today? They just talked. They just talked about life. And that's what you do when you meet people. You just talk. And you can talk for hours, and at the end you think, what did we talk about for so long? This, in, in some ways it doesn't matter. Because you're talking, you're relating. And I think that God's the same. He wants to talk. He wants us to open our hearts and say, God, thank you for this. I'm really grateful for this. I'm struggling with this. No, I'm really stressed about this. I'm enjoying this. Talk as we do to our friends. God wants us to talk to him 
and he wants to talk to us. Yeah? Don't just pray, 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 and then rush off. God might want to speak to you. God does want to speak to us. I, mainly it's for relationships. You know, I, I, it, through my Christian life, God has shown me some amazing things. Um, and sometimes I think, why are you showing me this? Think th stuff about people, stuff about uh, churches. And I think, well, it's nothing to do with me. Why, why are you showing me this? And I feel God says, well, I'm, I'm your friend. Friends share things. But the most important thing I think God ever says to me, and he says it a lot, is I love you. I love you. So often when I am preparing to preach, and I've got lots of ideas and lots of verses, I say, what do you want to say to your people? And so many times, many times God says, tell them I love them. just want to say God loves you. God says he loves you. It's about relationship. Uh, next point, God speaks, but sometimes we don't recognize his voice. We will learn, but you know, I, I know some people who are incredible prophets, but God speaks in ways, details about people's lives. And I also know that they will say that sometimes they get it wrong. And I've seen it. People, incredible prophets prophesy and, you, and you, they've got it completely wrong. We're none of us perfect. None of us hears God's voice perfectly. But we are learning to recognize his voice. We learn to recognize his voice. But sometimes we don't. There's a great story in uh, 1 Samuel where this prophet Samuel uh, is, is a little boy and he's asleep, and God calls him, Samuel, and he doesn't recognize it. He thinks he's his, his um, boss calling him. He runs to the boss's bedroom and says, you called me. He says, no, I didn't call you. He didn't recognize the voice of God, and he learned to recognize. Next thing, we hear more when we listen more. I've covered that. God wants us to lean in. Uh, as I think I've already covered the next one. We can mishear. Can get it wrong sometimes. Sometimes it's just our mind. Sometimes it's our subconscious mind. Sometimes it's wishful thinking. There's, there's sometimes we feel God is speaking to our mind. We get it wrong. It's, 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 it, we need to test it. But you know, there are a few ways we can test it easy. Firstly, does it match with Scripture? If it doesn't match with the Bible, it's not God. Does it, it, sometimes God speaks and you can't test it, there's not a verse. Does it match with God's character? God is loving, God is kind. He never speaks unkind words. He never, never speaks unloving words. He might bring a rebuke, a correction, but there's always hope in that. He never, he never rebukes you in a way that has no hope. He doesn't do that because he's a God of all hope. And, and if, if there's no way of testing it, then speak to some friends, wise Christians. Test it. See what they think. Get them to pray. But God wants to speak to us. And God wants us to recognize his voice. Because that's what you do with people you love, that you want to get close to. You listen to them. And God is calling us to lean in 
and listen because God wants to speak. Amen? Right, that's what I want to share, but I want to continue. I want to just, right now, just for us to spend a little time just waiting on God and asking him to speak. And firstly, I want you, I want you to, because we're in church, you might think, what does God want to speak to somebody else? I want us now just to spend a bit of time and ask God, what do you want to speak to me? And let him speak to you. Now, this is a bit of pressure, isn't it? Your mind's going to go completely blank. No, no don't worry. There's no pressure. I've got to hear God's. There's no pressure. You know, sometimes, it, sometimes God's, you ask God to speak and he speaks straight away. And sometimes you just feel his presence. Sometimes you don't feel anything. Sometimes you need to press in a bit longer. It might, God might, might, might not speak to you. Maybe you've never heard God, never heard God speak, or you think you've never heard God speak. God can speak to you the first time where you think, oh, I think God spoke, or I definitely know God speak, or I think he's spoken to me. So let's just wait for a minute or so. Father, we ask you, because you can, and you want to, to speak to each one of us in our hearts, what you want to say to each one of us. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
Okay, um, can I just ask you, who felt they heard God speak to them? Please come. Whose mind went all over the place? Yeah, he doesn't need to be embarrassed. Yeah. This, that, and the other. And the, oh, my word. I don't know what that was. I don't think I heard God. That minded. Mine went all over the place. And I think sometimes we need to give a bit more time because our minds are so, so active. We need to give a bit of time to say, okay, I'm going to spend a bit of time reading the Bible, spend a bit just meditating or praying. Then we'd like to share what God spoke to them. Just you don't have to, I'm not no pressure. Anybody would like just to shout out what they felt God say? No. Did anybody feel heard God for the first time? Anybody feel God spoke to them for the first time? Yeah, praise God. Be still. Be still. In all my madness of thinking, I, 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 I thought God says, be still. No, he didn't say that. Be still. I'm saying it that way. Did anybody feel that God said something and you thought, that can't be God? Something came into your mind, your thoughts, and you thought, no. Anybody, and you just dismissed it. Anybody think that? I, I think there's some, I, you know, maybe embarrassed to say, but I think there's somebody that I felt there was somebody you, it wasn't spiritual enough. And you thought, that can't be God. Something like, I don't know, chill out or play more, play more golf or, eat more greens or you think I can't be God why not God is very that God is part of our lives yeah and God speaks okay just want to spend a few more minutes what I want you to do is just uh, spend a few minutes ask God to speak to you something for somebody else here okay it might be a verse it might be an encouragement it will always be encouraging God is a God of encouragement. And then uh, after we've finished the meeting, if God uh, gives you something and you uh, maybe not sure who it's for, then ask God to show you. Um, and you might, you might know straight away, God wants me to share this verse or this, this thing with a particular person. So let's just spend a minute asking God to speak. Father, you tell us to desire to have words for other people and for the church. And so we, we say, uh, speak to us now. Words of encouragement for others in this place, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're listening.
okay. So if you feel God gave you something for somebody else, then uh, when, when we finish, if you share that with somebody. Um, so I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm going to, I want us to pray for healing. Uh, and so I, I want right now, I'm just, I'm going to ask for God to speak to you uh, what he wants to heal. So this is, some, some people call this a word of knowledge. So you might have heard this where somebody will say, God wants to heal ears or God wants to heal um, injuries in the leg, whatever. It can be quite accurate or general. So just want to, we're going just, to just ask God to speak to you. So what, what comes into your mind, I want you to, to, sh- to share that. And then if, that, if, if that's the element that you've got, then go to that person and they'll pray for you. Does that, that, that make sense? So when I just ask God to speak to us, if there's anything he wants to heal. So Father, I pray that you put into our hearts and minds what is it you want to heal in, in people today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, sorry, I'm going to duck, I'm doing this quickly, but I, what I want to say is, if God, put, if something came into your mind uh, that God wants to heal, could you say it out? Now, what I'm saying is, uh, I've I've asked this at times, and sometimes I think I think I just imagined that. So, if you imagined a twisted left ankle, you think, well, oh, that's a long shot. What if I'm wrong? Look, if you're wrong, it's no big deal. It's just, but if you're right, and God is pointing somewhere, then that's that's great, isn't it? So, could you just shout what you felt God wants us to heal? Just shout them out. Anybody? What came into your arthritis? Can you stand up, Gareth? Arthritis. So, if you want to be prayed for arthritis, go to Gareth. Anything else that came into your mind? Right arm, Leslie, stand up. So right arm, if you have a problem with your right arm, Leslie will pray for you. Anybody else really felt? Look, if you, do you know what I say sometimes? Sometimes I'm 10% sure. Oh, go for it. Any, any, anybody else have something come into their mind? Right arm arthritis. Anxiety, okay. Anything else? Okay, no problem. Um, hmm? Liver. Stand up, Adrian, if you've got issues with liver, Adrian will pray for you. Okay, last call. Anything else? Okay. Um, just lastly, if there's if anybody really feels they've got a word from God that they want to share to the church, then uh, it's opportunity now to share that. Okay. Okay, I'm going to finish there. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um. It's just a testimony, really, of how God um, spoke to me a while ago. So when I was on maternity leave, I was kind of 
often as you do think about going back to work, I was a bit apprehensive. And I saw a job advert for a different school, and I thought, well, maybe that will help. And I was doing an Elijah study, um, and it was really funny because the chapter I read, now, it's meant to be like a four or five week study. I got it when Elijah was born. He's now 18 months, so it was taking me a while to do it. But the chapter I was reading, it was talking about Elijah being a um, Zarephath. And it said, um, Zarephath was somewhere that Elijah didn't want to go to. Where is your Zarephath? Where is it God is um, asking you to stay? That was it. Where is God telling you to stay? And I was like, God, I don't want to stay here. Um, but it was so clear. Um, and a friend of mine that's also part-time said, oh, I've seen this job, and I'd seen the same job. She goes, should we see if they'll do part-time and, you know, go for it together? I was like, yeah, all right then. Even though I had this in the back of my mind, where is God telling you to stay? Um, I thought, I'll just go and look around the school and see if God changes his mind, and I get a really good feel for the place. So I walked around the school, didn't have a really good feel about the place, um, and then I thought, oh, I'd already said to this, this friend, oh, well, I'll apply with you. So I, thought, I can't, God, I can't let her down. Um, so I'll just apply and then hopefully nothing will come of it. But I just don't feel like I can let her down. And then I was doing, um, I was reading through the Bible and the Bible verse, um, that day was, um, when Saul had disobeyed God and Samuel said, obedience is better than sacrifice. And Saul said, yes, but I was worried about what the people would say. And never before have I felt something so clear in scripture literally speak to me. And, um, and so I was just like, oh God, I'm gonna have to let her know that I just can't apply for it. So I messaged her and she was absolutely fine. She wasn't, you know, annoyed with me. And I'd made up an excuse Later on, we found out that actually the school that we were both looking at, a friend of ours had had quite a bad experience there, and there'd been a case of bullying there. And I just thought, if I'd have just been honest with this friend and said, I really feel like God had said no, that would have been a real opportunity for me to kind of have this amazing conversation. But we found out later, and she's like, oh, what a good thing we didn't apply. And I'm like, mm, yeah. And, um, but yeah, that's just a real example of God speaking to me just through doing a Bible study book and totally out of order and just going through my my reading the bible every day so i just wanted to encourage everyone that's that's one way god has really spoken to me okay right arm okay you're going for your right arm i just want to uh no leslie was all oh, right okay So um key thing is, I want to say, is that God wants to speak and he wants us to lean in, to listen to him. So Father, we want to pray that you turn our hearts to you, you. As we turn our hearts and ear to you, that you'd help us to put hearing you and, and being with you a priority amongst all the things that crowd in. And we pray in Jesus' name.